0: Hi, design enthusiasts. It's Laura here. Just wanted to start off this episode and let you know that we've created a freebie for you. Yes, we have. And it is in the show notes. Our number one episode downloaded since it came out is the welcome guide. And with that constantly being number one and trying to be appreciative of everyone and their kind words and how lovely they have been and how welcoming and how encouraging they've been. We created a template here at Thornton design with our welcome guide. And now we have made it that you can use that too. So there are two parts to the download. One is a template, And the other one is a PDF that just shows you all the places I need you to implement your brand colors, your photos, your verbiage, and that way you can get started sending out this welcome guide to your future clients as soon as possible. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope that you find this helpful in your business. And if you have any feedback, we love to get that feedback. So please go ahead and send that to us. Otherwise, let's get started with this episode of The Business of Beautiful Spaces. Welcome to the Business of Beautiful Spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, Principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality while running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Welcome back design enthusiasts to this episode of the business of beautiful spaces. Let's talk about high point and prepping for high point. It is a mere month away. I can't believe it's almost October, but it's here. And I know that you're not going to want to miss this jam packed episode. We're diving deep into the world of high point market in North Carolina. It's the Mecca for interior designers. And if you're looking to elevate your design business to the next level, this episode is for you. What is high point market? So first things first, What is it? Imagine a little small town transformed into a sprawling design wonderland filled with showrooms, exhibits and seminars. It's the largest home furnishing industry trade show in the world. And it happens twice a year happens in April and it happens in October. And this is a must attend event for anyone in our interior design business. Now, full disclosure, it took me a lot of years to get there because I kept making excuses. I made excuses that I was too busy and that my family needed me and that I didn't want to spend that money. And, full disclosure, full, full disclosure, because you know, I'm an oversharer. I had my accountant push back on me even just this past month, because at my year end came and he's like, you know, you spent a lot of money on this trade show. And I was like, yes, I did. And I'm a Canadian. So going to the United States is always an investment of 35 to 40% more with the conversion. So yes, it's a pricey, it's a pricey week, um, depending on how long you go, but it it is a pricey trip, especially for a Canadian. And was it worth it? every freaking penny. And I wish I had gone 10 years before I did. It is so inspirational. It it gave me so much drive and motivation upon my return that that is where the worth was. In addition to uh, all the inspiration I saw for furniture and designs and I couldn't wait to come back and start using these photos and these ideas and the things that I saw. And to date, almost a year later from my last visit, I still go back and look at those photos regularly when I'm designing for inspiration and design ideas for custom furniture and or furniture that I want to buy that I saw at High Point. So not that I'm trying to get you to spend your money, but I want you to know that you will find value in this trip. This trip will give you great insight. It is a little overwhelming. Uh, It is hard to plan. It is hard to use their website, even though once you're there and you get the lay of the land, you will never look back and it'll never seem difficult again. But I understand that it's overwhelming the first time. So I've created this podcast today to walk through breaking it down to hopefully make it a little bit easier for you to A, pull the trigger and make this happen and or if you've already gone, just to refresh your memory on a few of the tips and tricks that might help make and plan your trip to be efficient and hopefully save those feet of yours from all the walking. will <laughs> happen at high point. So uh, where do we start? First of all, You have to go online and you have to register at the High Point Market website. That's the very first move. It's free to attend, but you have to register. I was with someone last year who didn't do that after getting all the way there. So you'd have to stand in a very long line and deal with just a lot of headache that you don't need on top of all the crowds that are already there. So first things first, register. Now, why should you attend? Well, I think you should attend to get that backstage pass for the future of interior design. You get to see all the latest trends. You get to meet the vendors. You get to network. You get to meet other professionals. Plus, it's a fantastic learning experience. As I mentioned, I am going this year. I am looking forward to it. I already have started planning. And if you're an avid listener, you know that I keep a pile of notes on the right-hand side of my desk. And one of them is all the showrooms that dawn on me that I want to visit or I want to make appointments and I start writing it down. So I've been doing that for months already. So... You know, you might know who you want to see or who you don't, or you might just want to walk around and discover new. That is cool. You can do that. But how do you prepare? So before you set foot in North Carolina, there's some crucial steps to take. And the first and foremost, like I mentioned, you need to register. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So I'd register as soon as possible. Now let's talk logistics. High point. Hot ticket. That means flights and hotels are going to fill up super duper fast. So. You book early, the early bird gets the worm, you get the best selection, you get the best option. So pro tip from me, not that I'm a pro, however, I think that you should really spend some time doing a deep dive on the hotels and get to down to a preferred list of where you would like to stay based on your budget. And again, keep in mind that these hotels are severely overpriced, for what you're getting. (laughs) You are paying five star prices for maybe a three star. But that's because there are so many people at High Point, and the demand is there. So many people and the demand is there. Sorry, I touched my computer and happened to unplug my microphone. So there could be a little blip in there. My bad. Sorry. So the other thing I want you to look at when you're considering hotels is I would personally look for a hotel that has a restaurant, a breakfast option, and possibly dinner. And the reason I'm going to bring this up early in this podcast is because the food at High Point, this is, I think it's an issue. Um, Now it's nitty gritty, I get it, and for some people this doesn't matter, but for somebody with a food allergy, this becomes very, very important information. So High Point Market is essentially, I don't want to call it a ghost town, but it is not a busy place other than the two weeks of the year that High Point is there. There are permanent showrooms you can make by appointment from what I understand, but it is not the same as the two weeks that High Point is on where it's inundated with a slew of people. So therefore there isn't a restaurant. There isn't anywhere to sit down and have a bite to eat. So a lot of showrooms bring in and offer food and meals. However, when you show up and you say to some of the vendors, there's sales reps on the floors, right there. It's not a restaurant. They aren't, they weren't the ones that made the food. They have no idea what's in the food. And then, you know, add that to multiple people holding onto the same tongs. You're not sure if it touched which food. So if you do have any severe food allergies, please work out prior your hotel so that you can get yourself fed. Cause otherwise food will be scarce. Like I have a food allergy. Um, and It's severe, so I chose to pretty much sometimes steal some fruit out of (laughs) some displays. I know that sounds terrible. I did ask. I didn't just like, you know, throw it in my purse. I'm like, can I have this apple? And of course they said, yes. Now there are snacks. There is water. There's lots of things at all the showrooms that you can grab. There's a lot of peanut packets. There's a lot of, um, you know, chocolate and things that'll just fill you up very temporarily. So I'm not here to do a, a speech on the health part of it. However, if you have an allergy, this is why I'm bringing this up. You can definitely get fed, but, I would be cautious because the staff do not know the ingredients in the meals. And so I actually chose my hotel based on the fact that I could order room service and, or go downstairs and grab a Starbucks if I needed. So that way I'm not dependent on any showrooms. In addition to that, um, you know, you could always have, food delivered to your room so I just had some granola bars that I had brought with me on the plane and that way I had one every morning with my coffee and I was good to go so not here to tell you how to eat but just wanted to give you that little tidbit because I didn't know about the food the first time and so I was a bit surprised when I could not um eat confidently and I didn't want to have any kind of problems while I was traveling and, and miss the show. So the other thing is they have a couple of food trucks. So if that's something that appeals to you that they, they did have three or four food trucks the last time I was there in the fall, um, that you could go and grab a coffee or a taco or something like that. But there isn't any restaurant. So don't think that you're gonna take an hour break to to go to a restaurant. If you're gonna do that, we're gonna do that in showrooms and I'm gonna cover that later in the podcast. But just please note the food is important. So when you're picking your hotel, if that's something that's important to you, I would highly recommend uh, making sure that there is some amenities in your hotel. I don't think you're going to need a gym, but that's your call. (laughs) There's so much walking. I walked more at High Point than I did in visiting Italy. So uh, figure out what amenities are important to you. Then you can wheedle it down and by price. There seems to be a vast different in difference in price and then there's multiple different towns where you can book your hotel from. Now, in addition to that, I would highly recommend looking at the hotels that are on the website. And why is that? Because then the shuttle from the show will go to that hotel and take you back and forth free of charge. There is nothing actually very close to High Point, so either way you would be paying it's a 20 to 30 minute ride there and back. And there's shuttles in the morning, a couple of different times at each hotel and uh, in the evening on the way back. So make sure you're checking that as well, um, to see the shuttle times and to pick where you would like to go. So that was, that's also a a key thing. If you're just going to go and pick something and then drive great. But if you are like someone like me who has to fly there, um, you know, definitely be using their shuttle as a definite saver on the pocketbook. So next thing, what to wear. Comfort is key. You've arrived. You're fed. Let's talk shoes. So resist the urge to wear anything other than your favorite walking shoes. I know, I know. I'm guilty of this. I showed up in my favorite loafers, which to me, I always rave about how comfortable they are. And they're like butter and I can wear them all day, which is very true right up until I went to high point. (laughs) So the amount of walking you will do is insane honestly, like I said, I I walked here, my watch was clocking more um, steps than when I was in Rome. And you definitely want to save your feet. You want your feet to make it through the week. The last thing you want to do is, uh, you know, have a blister and then you're done for. My feet had their own heartbeat for three full days. (laughs) So definitely wear something comfortable. And There is the ability to, um, if you were going to any cocktail parties after or you're headed to anything and you don't want to be wearing your favorite runners, sneakers, walking shoes, whatever it is that gives you comfort, you can use the services at the main hub where they do have a coat check and you could drop a bag or you could leave your coat or you could do all those things. Speaking of that, high point in the fall, the weather starts off a little chilly in the morning. Um, and then by the afternoon it could be downright stinking hot in the sun so there is that option too if you want to carry a light jacket or a blazer or a scarf or something for the morning if you're walking in the outdoor portions as opposed to the indoor um, more vast larger buildings where there's multiple showrooms on multiple floors then you could also use that co-check and you could drop it there and then go back right before you hop on your shuttle and grab it so it's a great tool if you want to bring an extra bag for shoes to do a cocktail party and or you know have a a layer that you don't want to carry around at the show. The other thing is you don't want to be using any sample bags or anything heavy because it is again, so much walking. Uh, I would highly recommend leaving those at home, but if you decide to go against that and bring it and then change your mind, you can use that code check. So listen, high point is incredibly well-organized. There is a help center right when you get off at the shuttle area Um, it's brought in, it's in the middle of the road. They've done it up super cute. There's a little sitting area. You can go in there and there's so many people to help. Um, there's an app that you can download on your phone in addition to the website, but until you get there, you don't get the scale of it. It's like going to Vegas for the first time where you don't realize that like Caesars is a whole city block by a city block. It is like that. It is so vast. It is so huge. It's very easy to get overwhelmed and not grasp how big it is. So you don't want to be running from one side of High Point to the other. So in this... Um, it's almost like a portable, if you will. In there, they will greet you. They will ask you all the pertinent information. Example, um, they asked me what I was here to see. And I, the first time I went, I said, I don't even know. I'm here. I, I, I want to know. I want to learn. I want to see. And so basically, they asked the style of design that I do, what budget, where I'm at, if it was, you know, budget, midline, high, like where you need to be, what you want to see. And then from there, after they ask you all the important information to get skewed, an idea of where what type of designer you are or decorator or buyer or what you're looking to do, they then direct you and where they think you should start. This is the area. This is the street. This will be what you're looking for. And they'll direct you down to a certain area. And in the map, if you're on the website, it is broken up by color. So you can kind of start to see that there is some delineation within High Point. And then you can go from there. But Again, you kind of need to know where and what you want to see. And again, I shouldn't say you have to, but I think it would be helpful if you were able to say to them, I am looking for lighting, I'm looking for carpets, I'm looking for whatever, and then they can direct you there. I just went in and said, I am mid to high end residential, I would like to see whatever you've got. (laughs) And she sent me down to this one street that, oh my God, beautiful. I will go back again and again and again because it is stunning. And once you get there, and once you see it, you'll never have to go through that again. You'll constantly be like, oh yeah, I know where I want to go. I know what I want to see. Now, next point to that is if you don't need to use the help center then you could start using the app or the website to select the showrooms you want to visit. As I mentioned, I have a list running on my right-hand side of my desk and I write down all the things and places I want to see if I see something online or if it's something we can't get in Canada, like whatever it is, or it's stuff I use every day regularly. I still want to see what's up and coming and new. So I will make this list. And now as we get closer, I'm going to start reaching out to the showrooms to make my appointments so the last time I went to High Point, it was just after COVID, it was last year, and everyone said it was a good show, but it wasn't as busy as it had been in the past. And we were able to walk into almost every single showroom without a wait, without any issue. I don't know if that is typical, but I think it's ideal to have some kind of structure to your day. So if you know what showrooms you would like to hit, I would highly recommend trying to make a 32 an hour Uh, appointment at each of these showrooms to give your day some structure in certain areas. And then this leaves you enough time to explore and ask questions. They're going to scan your tag when you walk into each and every showroom. And then that automatically signals whatever rep is from your area to come find you. So they're going to also want to give you the spiel on their product if you don't already know it and or if they know you they want to come and say hello. So you could find that you could be chatting for 5 seconds or it could be a 30 minute thing if you're really into the product and you want to know more. So this way it gives you a buffer if you leave your appointments an hour apart whether you need it or not. This way you can actually explore what's on route to the next one you can see more showrooms along the way or if you're in a building multi-story multi-showrooms you can at least stop in at other ones and explore new things but if you're in the same area again it'll save your feet and uh, I think it's definitely wise to try and do it in blocks and tackle a block a day so as I mentioned, they'll come find you. You can ask all your questions. And then that scanning, if you want literature samples, things sent to your office or your studio, then they will do it there, which is why you do not need to be carrying any extra weight by having a sample bag. So once you're there, like I said, it is vast. Save your feet. They'll thank you later. Remember when you're planning these showroom appointments, to try and find a showroom at the lunch hour that will be serving lunch. You can do the same thing at breakfast. This way, you know, you're going to get some substance. You're not going to have to steal the the fruit off the, the Ottomans like I did. <laughs> I did ask, I'm just saying. But um, this way you can make sure that you're fed. So the earlier I tell you is the better. We did hit a showroom on our last day and it was noon. And the lineup, I'm not joking, was in the elevator, like going up. <laughs> and then really they came and said there's not going to be food by the time you get to the front so there was no point in waiting in that line so it did fill up it did go fast um but there is lots of food just pick the one that probably i don't know what time you like to eat but i would say be there before noon if you're going to want to sit down and enjoy the non-picked over buffet of whatever it is um but again you can bring your own if you decide and go from there But this way, you've got some structure to your day. Now, let's also point out that every showroom we went to had buckets and noodles of water. So nothing to worry about there. Don't need to carry a big container. Unfortunately, it's a lot of plastic waste. If that's concerning to you, then yes, definitely bring your water bottle. I did not see where you would fill those water bottles up. So unless you're going into a lot of the bathrooms, public bathrooms, I am not sure if there was filling stations. Hopefully somebody else on a different podcast and or if on the website might be able to tell you that but there was plenty of bottled water and small snack bowls in almost every showroom. So there's nothing to worry about there. So in addition to selecting all of your showroom appointments and all the showrooms you want to visit along the way to your next appointment, the other thing that you might want to consider looking at is the seminars and the guest speakers. There are tons and tons and tons all day long. You could literally spend all day just soaking up knowledge from these industry experts and guest speakers. So that's something else to consider. If you know that you want to hear somebody speak, I would sign up fast. I would sign up early because they will fill up. And then that also might help you gauge where you're going after or before so that you're staying in the proximity of that area. That might help you plan your days a little bit better. I did get an email yesterday. Today is August 30th. So if you were registered, you would have got an email on the 29th of August showing you who the keynote speakers are for October if you plan on going. So make sure that you um, are noticing when that comes out and you can start scheduling to be in attendance. I also found last year, even though they were sold out, a lot of people, again, I think don't realize how far it is or get soaked up into um, an appointment and realize, oh my gosh, that's a 20-minute walk back, I'm not going to make it, and they don't show up. So if it is something that you didn't get into I would also say maybe go hang around and see if people don't show up and they probably will let you in. Uh, One of the girls that I traveled with last year, she got in that way. Um, She couldn't get in originally, but she just kind of hung around. She said people didn't show up and she got in. So I think um, there's something to be said about that. As long as you're not killing too much time and wasting too much time just standing around, I think why not try it, right? Um, The, ability to learn from others is huge and that's why I think these events are are so fabulous that you can meet up with other designers and you can bounce ideas off each other and you get to create a network of people in your industry cuz interior design business owning your own business can be very lonely so this way you might be able to connect with some others who are in the same boat so i hope these tips help I know we covered a lot from the airlines to hotels, to food, to planning, to even what to wear, but High Point Market is not just a trade show. It's an experience that can transform your business. I am not exaggerating. It is so incredibly inspiring. So with that, I'm going to wrap up today's episode. I really hope you found this helpful. I hope that you share it with your other fellow designers. And next time we keep designing until next time, keep designing those beautiful spaces. And I hope I get to see all of you at High Point. If you see me, say hi. Okay. Bye, have a great week.